the podcast. Hi, Josh Hi. and Josh on again, which Hello. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here, both of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all to you who are listening and watching uh, on iTunes and any other being social media day. or whatever platform you listen to, as well as YouTube. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. all our vinyl listeners as well. Yes. Keep that needle spinning. Keep. I guess the needle doesn't really spin, does it? No. <laughs> it stays put. We Turn only have spin. 40 minutes, so we can't figure this out. <laughs> oh, you're telling me? <laughs> okay. Well, you know what's funny? Because I ramble on so much, mm-hmm. you switched the order on us, so we can actually we hit the important <laughs> stuff first, and then my ramblings will be at the very end. Yes, we're going to do questions. <laughs> yes, we're, we're going to do, do questions. Some, some FT community questions. Um, we've had a couple different posts on Facebook, uh, thanks to Megan uh, yesterday, uh, for uh, different opportunities for all of you to give us some questions, to ask either Josh's or whoever else is on on the podcast or some just general content in general. Um, so we're going to go to that first, like Josh yeah. said. Uh, so actually we're going to allow Josh Scott to take it away. We've got, I don't know, we got eight or 10 or here. So, so we'll, we'll try to hit all of them and then we'll go into the rest of the content. We'll see awesome. what happens. Yeah. All right. Timothy wants to know not to highlight failure, but is there a plane that you just had that you just haven't quite been able to do in regards to design, either Shinden. too complex to build or bad handling, etc. Shinden. Shinden. No. Shinden. I would have to say it's probably the Shinden. I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> the Shinden. We even had data cards made for the Shinden. We did. And, and there's a lot of them up in the end. There the is there is like fifteen hundred data cards made. And if anyone doesn't know what the Shinden is, it started about three years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a Japanese concept fighter that we were fortunate enough to win the World War II before it came out. So it was a really innovative thing. Uh, Curtis also designed a similar format. I don't know if they took inspiration from that. But um, we thought, you know, it's, I think a community challenge. I said, hey, challenge, you know, build this, design it. And it kicked our butts. And we finally got <laughs> to where it was flying good. But then all of a sudden we found when we did like a build video – uh, that one would fly fantastic, the other one wouldn't fly at all. And there was like no rhyme or reason. Right. And we would change things and just like an eighth of an inch tweak somewhere would change everything. So we gave up onto it till recently. And then uh, we have something called the FT Beta Builders. Yes, mm-hmm. Beta Builders. And that's a group of uh, 13 or 14 <laughs> guys. And uh, they take designs. And some of the key people, Dale Stratton, Joel, um, Dan Sponholes, mm-hmm. and I'm going to forget a whole bunch of other people. Just don't yes, hate us. The rest I'm, of I'm you. just running off. But <laughs> the reason I remember Dale Stratton is he took this and, and Dan said, hey, send us over the Shinden plans. We want to take a whack at that it. Get us and, a chance. And it proceeded to kick their butts for a while, too. And then they nailed it. <laughs> and the solution was a uh, airfoiled front canard. And uh, now we just released the MiG-3. I'm sure we'll be talking about that later. Yep. And uh, we're going to release a Shinden afterwards. So Ooh, cool. uh, so really cool stuff. Actually, I'm lying to you. We have a, a Mustang V2 because okay. we, we learned a lot with the MiG-3. We're like, we got to go back to the Mustang and spit. But the Shinden's coming as a next new release. And it's not going to any longer be a uh, flight test design. It's going to be a uh, community release because mm. Dale Stratton uh, crushed it. That's so awesome. he even has a mini version that flies too. So I think I've seen that on a video. Of some it's awesome. So, uh, so yeah, the Shinden has humbled me greatly. Well done. Well done. Dale, well done as well. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. Tyler Kanep says, can you guys give us any more information on your new shop location? I hope it's still in Northeast Ohio area, though I wouldn't blame you for heading a little south given our recent weather. <laughs> also, any chance I could stop by the current shop sometime, I'd love to meet you guys and see what you're working on. We would love to meet you too. Uh, we we try to do that as much as possible and stuff. And some days, especially when it's nice weather out, mm-hmm. usually we're not even in the shop because we have to try to bank content. That's 100% true. Um, update on the shop. 
Uh, keep it in your prayers, guys, because we have open doors and those doors shut. And then we have open doors and those doors shut. And it's it's getting to be you know quite a challenge. But our mm-hmm. desire is to get out of this location, still stay in Northeast Ohio, um, but to find a place where we can uh, fly with you, have fun with you, make memories, right. and also set up a model that can hopefully be placed in different parts of the country by other community members exactly. as, a, as a franchise. Right. We want people coming in through the doors, building something, flying something, getting a lot of memories, crashing, and then saying, let's do it again next week. That's right. Cool. So, That's fantastic. Yeah. Thank well, you, Doug. We are flying through these. Dude, I know. Dude, uh, Nathan, Nathan Knight, that's Knight with a K, so he uh, <laughs> probably carries a sword. Will you have any of the new planes at Flight Fest West? Yes. Yes. I feel like this is really centering around me. I, I feel self-conscious now. Well, you know, um, at the end of the day, you you're, know, it's you're okay. the man. Make three is coming. Make three. Make three will be at Flight Fest Make West. Make three is going to be at Flight Fest West. We're yes. going to get that in. Possibly Mustang V2. Um, this weekend I'm going to work on it. The idea with the Mustang V2 is we don't want to just have people do the D model, which if anyone doesn't know, the D model is kind of like the bubble canopy, the most mm-hmm. recent version of the Mustang. I love the uh, – oh, my gosh. It's the B model. They call it the Razorback if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And it just looks so cool. <laughs> so um, that – Kicked my butt for a while, and then I just ended up going to the D model, which is a lot easier to make it uh, back for. Right. I want to have the new version with the top hatch with the non-poster board where it's all molded foam, and then um, give the option where the people can build it as a Razorback or as a D model. Okay. And uh, also, I believe that will require two different tails. Uh, we may even bring back – do you remember the P, P82, F82? Yeah. I did the twin twin Mustang. Mm-hmm. may even play around with that too. That's, that's hanging but up here somewhere. It's it's somewhere around here. But – um. My goal is definitely make three the uh, Mustang V2, possibly. Okay. Well, hopefully so. we can get as many of those out to Flight Fest West to give you guys a little uh, taste into so what's good. going on yeah. here at the show. Once again, big shout out to uh, to Nerd Nick for, mm-hmm. for originating the original MiG three. They look great. Uh, it, they do. Yeah, fly and, really cool. And uh, these these releases are so cool. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the stacks, the spinners, the the details on them are really really pretty. Yeah. Uh, Kelton Forrester says. What would you prefer for a first camera drone, a Mavic Pro or a Phantom 4? Hmm. This is like we can have opinions that, now. That, yeah, that is. That is. What would you have? You know, to be honest with you. <sighs> and you guys were I, peeing I, your pants over the Mavic for right. a while. Uh, well, I really do like the Mavic. We still are. I, yeah. I know that some people don't <laughs> like this, but I really do like the saturation of color yeah. on the Mavic. I. That's probably because I am not the most technical camera drone operator kind of guy. I'm not super into the cinematic feel, um, but I just love when the colors pop. Yeah. Almost like a painting uh, with like a watercolor painting or whatever. But that I probably would prefer the Mavic in that regard just because it's easy to take anywhere. It, you know, you fold the arms up and you just go you put it in your pocket if you have large pockets. Uh, just in general. Like so, Jinko jeans. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I do. So for is. me, I think I would choose the Mavic um, in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got. But <laughs> what, dude? I, we're out of the loop here, bro. You don't remember Jinko jeans? No. You, you grew up in the nineties, right? I remember Bugle Boys. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm Still at a loss. That's I'm at a loss. That's okay. But at the end of the day, I would probably go with the Mavic Pro. Um, but you can do the Phantom Four. It, obviously, it, you know, you can probably get them at a cheaper price here coming up here shortly. Um, the Phantom Four Pro coming right because they have they here. have a, a couple different Phantoms coming out, you know, in that generation. Um, but uh, overall, I would probably choose the the Mavic. Yeah, that's, um, that's my opinion. 
I'm 110% with you. Um, you're not going to use what you can't carry with you easily. Right. And a lot of people, they don't have a need for all the awesome features that the Phantom 4 and the Phantom 4 Professional offer. You know, it's, it has a lot of features. It has this really cool, uh, you know, the bigger sensor, things like that. Right. But the Mavic, the fact that you, if you can carry a DSLR, you can literally put the Mavic in the same spot. And it's super intuitive. It's fun to fly. You can get in tighter spaces. Um, I like the tap to focus, how you can yeah, play with it back and that's forth. That's fantastic. Um, it's kind of like the every person's <laughs> camera drum. You know, I really like it. So for that reason alone, um, if I'm flying the Phantom 4 and you want to get something really epic, a beautiful shot straight, that's a great purpose for it. But the Mavic, you can literally just take it out and fly and, and, and you know, enjoy it. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily be using it as a tool. So so for that, it has my vote. And it's a and it's a and it's a DJI product either way, yeah. Mavic or Phantom. So it's going to do exactly what you want it to do. It's got so many different features that you're going to love. Uh, it's easy to fly; almost flies itself. Really, yeah. either one of those. So either way you you go, you're going to love both of them. Yep. Good question. Okay. Uh, Raven Plate. That's a cool name. Mm, that is cool. Says, uh, could you guys try making a video on making an Xbox remote programmed as a transmitter? You know, I think I saw that request in a YouTube, one of our, our videos. He put mm-hmm. that in the video. Yeah. And that's a very good. But I think below that, someone had already done that. Correct. And uh, I don't have those, that wisdom, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and, and, that, and, that's, so. uh, that's, and that's the other thing is that even if we don't do something, yeah. there is someone in our forums or our YouTube channel or in the articles or something of that nature, reach out to people mm-hmm. because someone has probably done something at some point. If Even if we haven't done it, there are so many people out there oh. that have, have done so many things. The crazy thing is, is so many of that Xbox, control, Xbox controller that he's referring to, so many of the small microplanes already have a controller that's basically that, exactly that. Right, right. exactly. So, yeah, good question. Really cool. Uh, Andre Rousseau. Hey, Andre. Hey. He says, why do you love Canadians so much? <laughs> because they're awesome, eh? Mm-hmm. Hey. hey. Yeah. Just so good. And and Andre, by the way, is killing it with the volunteer setup yes. for yeah. Flight Fest West, which, by the way, Andre, big shout out to you. Well done, my friend. Yeah. Uh, just was in contact with him the other day for some t-shirts. But that being said, on the Flight Fest West things, if you want to volunteer and you haven't done so already... Uh, check out Flight Fest West or FlightFest.com. Go to the West page and sign up because yeah. we're still looking for volunteers. Uh, we're still looking for people to come help out and and do anything and everything, you know, because yeah. we have uh, obviously a lot of stuff going to be going on. Uh, get in contact with Andre on Facebook or wherever because he is obviously he, he's the main man yeah. for all that stuff. Yeah. And, and he does such a good job. Uh, tell me if you agree with this or not. I think when we look back and say there's 20 Flight Fest someday. Uh, we're going to look back, and I think the most impactful thing that we're going to remember is the, uh, is the volunteers. Yes. As I choke on my coffee. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what really made it. And from day one, you know, Fred Provost led it for a couple of years. Yep. God bless him. And uh, it's just really cool to see the evolution where people literally take their time, money, and, and, and energy, mm-hmm. and they put it towards serving others. That's right. And uh, that's really when you guys come to Flight Fest, if it's your first time, you're going to see that a really quick thing, the the culture. And just the hearts of people is, is incredible. That's right. Yeah. And if you, uh, w- when you're at Flight Fest, you, you see all the volunteers running around and then you see us. And if you, could you imagine a Flight Fest without volunteers? It wouldn't no. be there. Like no. it literally would not happen. 
without yeah. we can do all the planning and prep we'd ever want and show up at some random place but we just don't get things done and we no. wouldn't get things done it's just yeah. how it is and so thank you volunteers for all that you do in the past flight fests as well as the uh, flight fests coming up um because without you nothing none of this would yeah. be possible they're the champions they are my friend uh <laughs> jeremy thompson says will we be able to fly our ppgs at flight fest ohio that's that's a really good i I think i know jeremy i think that's a jeremy i know oh yeah yeah he's from northeast ohio too i don't know okay Uh, well he didn't say the answer is gonna be no um (laughs) (laughs) we are actually working with aviator ppg to come down and do a demonstration Mm -hmm. um but it's not going to be an open flying event maybe someday in the future because the response with this uh ppg content which we haven't even fully launched right yeah yeah it's crazy we just done i think two videos and and uh, a couple vlog you know segments about Mm it um i cannot wait to share the journey of going from you know not knowing anything about ppg to actually getting a solo right uh and it's from four different perspectives um but uh unfortunately flight fest really needs to be opened up as much as possible to the people that are uh coming out to build fly make memories Mm -hmm. that way we will have some demonstrations from aviator uh, maybe in the future, if this really catches on, we should do a PPG event. You yeah. know what I mean? Come out to Malvern and it's just all PPG. Um, I think that could be something really cool. Flight Fest South may be a different story because mm-hmm. we're possibly going to be utilizing and networking with Aviator at their home ground. And that may change it. Plus the land is so much more. It's a huge, huge location where you can have that kind of separation safely. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's cool. Uh, David Tucker says, will flight tests be making a larger version of the Corsair to pair with the new Warbirds? This is my, like oh that, wait, like I just realized idea. the kid, if they're listening, <laughs> the kids see me smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, hey. this is so cool. The, I thought it was getting really frustrating, but, um, something clicked with the, with the MiG-3, mm-hmm. uh, with, with wrapping it. And I'm excited to really look at a lot around fuselages. I'm even looking at a GB, uh, oh, wow. for the future because, uh, it, it's fun, and both the craft white and the water resistant. Now, wasn't specific about that in the past. Um, yes, you can do this technique with both. It's not even an advanced technique. It's just something I never even thought of really trying and, and how hard it's. Like you don't know until you try. Right. And it was just a matter of how you roll it. For the longest time, I'd roll foam by trying to use a dial rod and pick it up. It's the exact opposite. You actually push it down over a corner, and you have so much more control to shrink <laughs> it and to move it. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take the uh, the Corsair for sure. The Corsair has the wings that kind of yeah. The inver- do we have any kits like that? Yeah, we so got the, we got the mini Corsair. The mini okay. Corsair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And that one's a fantastic design. It uses a lot of poster board. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably revisit that and really take it because that one flies really nice for being a mini. Yeah. Um, and I know there are some bigger Corsairs already out by our community members with, mm-hmm. with free plans. Um, I think Flying Penguin has one. And I think it's a pay for plan, but uh, there's a lot of really great ones. Yeah. So we'll definitely look at what they've done, uh, give them shouts outs and love and, and stuff. But yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Cool. That's awesome. Good question. Tad Leeds. Are we, are we doing good? Yeah, okay. we're doing great. Okay. Tad Leeds wants to know, uh, or he says, actually, foamies are awesome. Enjoy the content you guys have put out. I've learned a lot. But Thank you, brother. Would you please produce a beginner slash intermediate slash advanced series on scratch building balsam models, specifically highlighting different building techniques, covering and repairing? I like balsa. that. Do you remember back when we did some balsa content mm-hmm. in, in Chad's basement? Yeah. That was a fun time. Yeah. And I also realized how nice foam was. <laughs> um, brother, I don't know if you can look behind us and stuff. We actually brought some some stuff in on purpose. Uh, that is a 111cc version of the, the uh, Sportster. 
And uh, we're going to definitely be bringing some balsa techniques, but we're also going to be melting it in because the balsa technique, whether it's a, uh, a model airplane or mm-hmm. whether it's a full-scale airplane, are actually the same. There right. is a bevel, there's a glue joint, uh, and there's plants. And what we're going to try to do is really cover all the different aspects. The nice thing is that you can see in the background there's a stabilizer there. Um, we're going to be showing that hopefully jumping from the, the general aviation world to the model world and breaking down those barriers of knowledge. I don't know when it's going to happen because right. I think, oh, yeah, next month is not that busy. And all of a sudden it hits you. <laughs> I really think now looking at responsibly, we need to find a different location where we could set this room up to do right. this and then walk away and then come back into it. Because right now, unfortunately, when we walk away, we got to clear that spot off. Yeah. And these things need to be able to live and grow um, as they're, as they're developed to really cover it properly. Right. So, um, the answer is yes. Uh, that really needs to be covered soon because our, our goal with flight test is not just to teach people how to build foam airplanes. It's teach them how to fall in love with building and how to fall in love with flying. Once they've exploited everything they can out of foam, we want to start that journey over again with balsa. Once we've gone through balsa, we'll start with carbon fiber or fiberglass and Mm -hmm. we'll just keep picking different materials. And and that's one reason why we want to be around for many, many years. Um, we don't fall out in love with things, but the most important thing is we make people realize they can have success. Yeah. We don't want to showcase our abilities. We want to empower other people to uh, to do great things. That's right. Great question. All right. Shane Miller says, uh, do you guys plan on coming to the Northeast? Well, Shane, that Northeast. depends on where you are. Yes. Northeast. Rel- relative to you, what is Northeast? You never know. There may, may or may not ever be a flight fest in the Northeast. You never know if it keeps growing. I thought we are Northeast. Well, we're in the Northeast Ohio. So you're looking for like more northeast. More like northeast, I'm maybe. thinking. I'm guessing he's thinking like, more like Massachusetts. Maybe Canada. New York, we Canada. Could, we could do a Canada. We could do a Canada because we love Canadians well, so much. We yeah. do. We do, and we also <laughs> love great hobbies. They've That's been true. they've been phenomenal. Good old great hobbies. So, great hobbies. Love you, brother. Good old shout out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you never know. We may or may not be traveling up to the northeast at any point in time, depending on opportunities coming our way in the near future or far future. Um, but as of right now, we don't have any plans yeah. to travel up there at the moment because there's nothing up there at the we're, moment. We're currently getting ready for Flight Fest West, and then hopefully in November we're going to try to pull off a Flight Fest South. Mm-hmm. That's teased, mm. but we're still we're, we're working for it, yep. you know, and that'll be early November. Correct. Catch out of the bag. Yeah. Of course, Flight Fest East as well, too. Yes. Uh, let me see. Where was I? Henry Davis uh, says, will the brushless gremlins uh, power pack you had in vlog number 57? When d- when they say vlog number 57, do you know what they're talking about? Which one? Um, I, yes, I, I do, do remember you? like mm-hmm. kind of what we were talking about. It was sort of I recent. Anyway, I don't remember I the specific one, but we're going to act remember. like we do though. Will, yes. those, will those power packs <laughs> be in the Grappner store or UK anytime soon? I would seriously, I don't think so. Um, I'm sorry about that. I think if it comes to the Grapner store, it'll probably be a Grapner power pack solution. And we're we're definitely happy to work with Grapner on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so people know, the 1104 power packs, that's a project with Emacs that we've been working with. And really, the Gremlin concept is around that size motor. It's not necessarily around that specific motor, Mm -hmm. uh, if that makes sense. So just like people talk about tiny whoops and Mm -hmm. 250 size quads and, you know, 180s and things like that. The Gremlin concept is really, it's that perfect size where it's durable. You can design frames around it. We really want to spark people's imagination, just like what we try to do with foam board planes to carry that in there. So mm-hmm. um, if we have a Flight Fest Europe, you better believe we're bringing it down. Um, but as of right now, that will be something we need to, to work with uh, with Kropner. Gotcha. Golden. <laughs> you know that they can see. <laughs> <laughs> I so, feel like you know. I so don't, essentially, what I just I did was I was like, over. "We're going to cut that off right there, and uh, we'll be oh, done with the question and answering second. <laughs> Try to be on no, the now. We got to get one more. We we almost made it through. We only had we only had one more left. Let's just do one more. All right. There are no rules. 
Eagles. We'll do that last one there. Okay. Th- this is for you, uh, Nathan Span. This is for you, Nathan. <laughs> what What are the differences between the Tyrannus QX7 and the X9D? Oh, a lot. And uh, for that, we'll ask TJ. <laughs> 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 okay, like I said, we're done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. uh, there's about $128 difference, first of all, right? Okay, so we got about $128 price point mm-hmm. difference. Um, the gimbals, if I'm not mistaken, are better? Uh, on the, the X9D, which is the older one? Yeah. Um, Stefan was right. We should have quit where we were ahead. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's not enough difference to justify buying it over the QX7. Okay, so here to repeat what uh, what TJ has said is the QX7 for about 100 bucks or 110 bucks if you get it from our store with the modified uh, uh, Mode 2 mm-hmm. spring thing. Um, <clears throat> it's it's worth every penny. It's not worth spending the extra 120 Now, they are coming out with an improved yes. gimbal version, yes. which will make it really, really nice. Right. And if anyone's aware, they have a, a beautiful Hall Effect gimbal that you can buy as an option. They've been out of stock forever. Um, the new X9D is coming out with those gimbals and probably the probably gimbals, a little bit of new look. After we'll have gimbals, we'll be able to get the new paint schemes okay. and also new, new gimbals. Paint. New paint scheme. Yeah, so it'll be... New antennas. Yeah. Uh, the, the newer one is what will be worth the money. Customized okay. voice pack with Josh Bixler saying, hi! <laughs> <laughs> and and TJ going, I'm turning off. You know, we can't say that because now we have to make good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take back the last part you didn't hear. So, so yeah, so okay, now I'm if sorry. you're going to get a QX7, uh, it's a good, great option. Yeah. 100%. Awesome radio. So far, a lot of people have loved it. Uh, I know TJ has enjoyed using it uh, a lot. Um but yeah, wait for the newer model if you're going to upgrade yeah. to that price point. And if you like the X9D, I believe we're going to be one of the first ones to get the first batch of those new gimbal ones. Fantastic. So, that is good stuff. That is great to know. Thank you, Josh Bixter. Thank appreciate you, Nathan. That. So thank you so much for all your questions. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate all those. And uh, obviously, we got to get to them today, which is really cool. Yep. Uh, thank you, That's Josh, for idea. reading them. Oh, you have such a great voice oh, with that. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, beautiful. You did, you did great, Josh. Really? Bixter. Well done. I, so I, nice I, of you. It just, man, you guys killed it. Right. I'm going to uh, that my baby book. <laughs> Or my diary. Uh, moving moving forward now, the uh, one of the things we've been doing lately, uh, as you guys have recently noted, uh, we've been messing around a little bit with a giant mini quad. We've been teasing that enough. Yeah, yeah. We we, we literally teased it for I don't know, three to the weeks, point where I think people weeks. were getting mad. Yeah. Not just like annoyed, but <laughs> mad at us. And, and it's because we had to. You know, right. you only have one round in that chamber. You got to. That's Shoot true. That sucker, you That's know? true. You know, sometimes you just got to do that. Yeah. And uh, luckily, released it. luckily for mm-hmm. us, we released it and the response has been fantastic. Yeah. It's by far the, the most uh, overwhelming response I think we've ever had in the history of any of our videos growing. And TJ just gave me an update on the view count, 492,000 so views. Safe nice. to say we'll probably cross. It hasn't even been a week yet. Right. So four days. Wow. Friends, thanks for making that possible. That is, that's that's, really cool. That is an unbelievable response for those of you that have been part of the channel for a very long time. For those of you that have not even ever seen a video and that's your first video to all of you. Thank you so much because that really makes a difference. Uh, If you, if you do get an opportunity to subscribe, to see more content, that's awesome too. If not, it's all good. We love you the same, right? It's fantastic. Well, and the one thing I feel bad about is uh, we have TJ behind the camera, so you can't see him right now. Uh, but we have the least to do with any of it. And, it that's 100 And we got to own that from the very beginning because I don't want to even talk like we do. Right. Um, TJ and, um, and Chad Lewis and also T-Motor right. uh, made this possible. And, and, and TJ established a relation with T-Motor. 
And uh, basically, uh, TJ, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said, hey, we got a lot of crazy projects. We need some crazy big motors. And T-Motor says, I like your crazy projects. We'll send you these big motors and have fun. And what they have coming, I think, in comparison to the mini quad is, in my mind, tenfold. Yes. If they pull this off, what they're going to do, it's going to be like something I've never seen or never thought we could ever see. Um, But they needed a therapy project. They needed something just to do with it because you're not going to have that kind of gear sitting around on the shelves. And uh, so I think while we were gone, wasn't when we were gone paramotoring? Yeah. Uh, they're like, okay, we got to build something. And yeah. so they did. <laughs> I like how he just rubs that in people's faces all the time. Wasn't when we were down in Florida? That wasn't name yeah. dropping that we Isn't were that right? uh, flying PPGs it's been, in it's been Florida yeah. in the middle of the winter. He's it. like, I'm going to get a paramotor and we're going to fly it all back. and Soaking up the vitamin D oh, there. Oh, yeah. Did that happen when I was uh, down in Florida paramotoring? Yeah. Yeah. Doing the things in the air. That's cool. Know. He even talked about it at lunch today, too. <laughs> no, yeah. that's crazy. He did. You know, sometimes you guys say things. Just like that one time when I was paramotoring, you said that one thing. <laughs> so, so yes, like like I said, the important thing you need to remember is while we were paramotoring, um, they wanted to have a fun. <laughs> they wanted a fun project, and, uh, and they did it. And you know, it, it's so cool. The right people come into flight test at the right time for the right reasons. Mm. And uh, Chad Lewis and TJ. I don't want to put out how they made this happen, but basically they came through our doors and they never left. Um, yeah. That, that sounds, sounds really right. bad, but, but Chad, right. Chad came down to Flight Fest last year and he never left. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, let me just hang around the shop. And he did that the year before and he hung out for a week and we really loved him, but we were no place to give him a job. Yeah. And this year <laughs> we're like, okay, now we can't get rid of him because he's so needed. Like he immediately from day one and, and the Kraken just off to the right here mm-hmm. is, a, is a shining example yeah. of, of what he can do and what he brings to the table. But so much more, the morale, the positive energy. Uh, one of the best things about this job is the people here um, have such a positive energy. They have that's such true. a love of life, love of people. And that's something that we never 100% possessed, I think, until this chapter of flight test yeah. is just let's go make something great happen. And uh, TJ uh, and, and Chad have really taken to another level. And uh, the the Star Destroyer, mm-hmm. that was something done, I think, while we were off on a business trip. Mm-hmm. Um, when they get together, crazy big things happen. Yeah. And the cool thing is it hasn't fallen apart. It's like legitimately built well. It's literally hanging on our wall right yeah. now, around <laughs> the corner. No motors falling off. No mm-hmm. no crazy props. The you only know, thing no he's done has been changing uh, changing two props. I think yeah. that was the biggest thing. Yeah, and that definitely uh, that was a big crunch. But the cool thing I like about that, and the why I say that, is we get to take this now to Flight Fest West. We're going to yeah. take it to Flight Fest East. You know, we're going to get to actually fly this again and let people see it, and more importantly, hear it. Yeah, uh, the sound is one of the. Coolest it sounds things. like yeah. a small airplane. And then afterwards, I'm gonna strap it to my back and fly it on my paramotor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did that. You little. <laughs> see, goon. I did that. I see. What I, you're I worked it yeah. back in. I yep. see. It was clever. Right yeah, it was like you see it coming. It was like it was a joke at first, but now right. you're really starting oh, to annoy I'm gonna, us. I'm gonna own yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We should kick him off the bucket. How many people are turning off the radio right now? Right, right. So yeah, thanks so much, Chad and and TJ, for all that you do. They they really have come into a, a wonderful relationship together to, to really hit some some big things and, yeah. and make a lot of things happen. So yep. thanks so much. And also T-Motor, uh, we couldn't have done without you. Yeah. Uh, your generosity, um, as well as a lot of other uh, people in the community and the opportunities that have arisen uh, for some full-scale stuff, as well as RC stuff. Uh, thank you to everyone who has contributed to the flight test uh, opportunities as of late, because it's really been Very an special. unbelievable cool thing. Um, so that being said, we're, we also did a, uh, a shoot the other day. Uh, we uh, recapped the the MIG threes, mm-hmm. and we kind of talked a little bit about it already. Um, what I wanted to talk a little about is is the the release date. Yeah, do we have a release date on tap? It's for gonna that? be this Monday. This so Monday. So if you guys are well, actually.
actually, if you're listening to this now, it's already been released. Yeah. Yes. Um, Because this is going out next week. Uh, April 4th Mm -hmm. is when the release is going to launch out. And uh, it was a fun video. Yeah. The the hardest thing is anytime you shoot a video, you get so wrapped up in what you're doing, you you forget, like, am I giving everyone the proper shout out, the proper love? I want to just do it one more time Mm -hmm. just to give everyone the shout out because there's four key individuals um, that really took this thing to another level. Um, We've mentioned Nerd Nick now a couple times in a couple Mm -hmm. different podcasts. Um, He was the original creator of the MiG-3. We have our version now. Um, But the neat thing is, is this is a plane that for some people would be really intimidated by. Um, Two great gentlemen, Richard Kennedy and Miles. My golly, Miles, I'm going to forget your last name. Davis. Miles Davis is a star. (laughs) I want to... Okay, we're just gonna call him Miles. Okay, yes. that's that's Miles. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> Link both, it to his last. Yeah, name Richard Kennedy, well. <laughs> Richard Kennedy, and Miles. Um, and I'm I'm so sorry, Miles. I just had a brain fart. It's all good. Um, they both designed the simulator versions. So okay. Richard Kennedy works within Phoenix. Miles works within Real Flight 7.5. And the reason why we really really love this is. People can fly before they build, before they take it up for the first time. Mm-hmm. That does a lot of different things. It gets them excited about the project. It gets them excited about the, the journey they're going to have. It also gives them the best training to give them success. And that's right. really where our hearts are. These planes, every time they do a new release, they just get more beautiful, more like at this point, I'm thinking that there's a professional group of engineers designing these mm-hmm. because they really take it to a whole nother level. And, um, you know, a couple other key mentions, Rasterize, uh, Stephen Rosamera, Rosera. I butchered his last name, Stephen. Um, he uh, he does a lot of the skins now as well right. too. So this this community release is a community release like none other because we have so many different people. And we mentioned Dan Sponholz. Literally, I think anytime something with community comes right. up, he did the plans for it, but also he drew the 3D parts that we're going to put on for free. Uh, so if you build this, you know, there's some things that simple uh, foam board can't make. You can now 3D print these with three uh, free downloadable files. Mm-hmm. And then also our friend Chad Lewis in the back. Um, our gimmick with this is we wanted to be able to do a third-person okay. view dogfight. Mm-hmm. And so I had a barbecue stick and like this rubber pad and Chad looked down and it's like, I can make a part for that. And I'm not kidding you. It's like, <laughs> what, 30 minutes, Chad? 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. Uh, the part the part took 12 minutes to, to print. So to give you an idea, he designed it in roughly eight minutes. <laughs> eight minutes, yeah. <laughs> and he came back with this awesome thing that holds our little Hyperion cameras on the tail so it doesn't wiggle around, it right. doesn't jiggle. And you can, you can literally print this little part out. so simple. And slap it on any of our designs, even the minis. You know, you just have to shift your battery a little bit more forward. Mm-hmm. But it gives you the most beautiful third-person view. Yeah. And we were just roaring and laughing so much. I was totally forgetting about what I was even supposed to talk about. I was completely lost <laughs> in the fun. And um, so I want to take every opportunity now, and I'm going to just hijack your thing just to oh, make sure we, we thank all these you know people. Yeah, so sure. uh, it, it's going to be a fun release. Yeah. And yeah. I, I hope, hope you guys enjoy it too because try it. You'll love it. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun. I did chase cam that day and I had a lot of fun watching all these planes flying in the air. You got, I can hear you guys in the background <laughs> just like laughing and just you could hear gunfire in the gunfire. background. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, uh, because of the gun range around the corner, we but, be specific uh, about that. but it is what it is. <laughs> but in general, yeah, it was really uh, a really fun time. Probably one of the more exciting and fun times that we've had on a shoot as of we, late, for sure. We had a rough March, really mm-hmm. rough March. Matter of fact, next week, there's not a single day that's not raining. Yeah. So we are really getting our, our tushes kicked with this bad weather. And we had the one window of opportunity, and we got out there and I'm not going to lie, like literally we hadn't even got to really fly these planes yet. You know, we, we test flew them a couple of times, but the final version still need test flown. And uh, the guys, TJ, Alex, myself, 
we hadn't even taken them up yet. So uh, we're taking them up. There's no electricity out there. You know, Alex lands it and it, it kind of tumbles a little bit and breaks the motor mount loose. So we're like taping things and <laughs> the spinners are blowing up. And <laughs> it was like, okay, this is luck and pretty rough. And at the end to have that experience and flying around, it just, yeah. it just shows strip all the, the stuff away and just go out and have fun. Yeah, that's and, right. And flying and streamer cutting third person view is so much easier than having it on the nose and having like flying wings. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's crazy easy with these warbirds. And, uh, I would encourage you, if you see the video guys, download those files, yeah. do it. It's, you'll, you'll love it. It's yep. exactly, I think what these foam board warbirds are made for. Yeah. It was really cool. And that, uh, yeah, this will be later cause it's going on next week, but, yeah. uh, the vlog that's going out today, uh, will actually have some footage from that, uh, yeah. from that episode release uh, streamer cut and stuff like that. So be, uh, be on the lookout for that as yep. well. And you should enjoy that. Uh, all right. So one other big thing that I wanted to talk about today was a, a recent development from a, a community member. Um, so I, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to remember the name. I can't remember it off, offhand. Um, but we have, the, we have a thing called help scout and it, we get emails and do some, some, some support and stuff like that. Um, and a guy shot me a video link of uh this guy named robert and he goes by red robert red jensen and he is uh he works at the nasa armstrong's subscale research lab in uh, california and so i got this random email watched the video and i ended up emailing him uh because it was such an interesting little situation um so a little bit about this and that's kind of how it all came about but a little bit about this uh Red Jensen guy, he he works at NASA Armstrong Subscale Research Lab. Uh, this lab it does model airplanes and uh, are used to like testing like cutting edge aeronautical ideas with the smaller scale so that they can move on into the full scale. Um, obviously, it helps with not having people getting exploding into real aircraft. It's small little airplanes that are crashing and stuff like it's that. It's always exploding. Sometimes it's being crushed to death. <laughs> That's so true, which yeah. is which is nice. And they, they've used that for, you know, life-saving crash avoiding systems. And this video specifically was for um, uh, more efficient rocket launches, which everybody loves rockets. Mm-hmm. So they're a lot of fun. Um, we've, we've experienced a couple of those here at Flight Test, which is a lot of fun mm-hmm. too. Um, but so – a couple of different things that they've been working on, and Red, uh, if you if you listen to this podcast at one point, thank you for all that you do, because uh, obviously NASA has a lot to do with a lot of different things, especially in the aeronautic world, uh, aeronautical world. So they have this thing called a the Prandtl. Um, so what it does is it's I, I'm trying to think of how to describe it to you without being ridiculous. Um, it's a it's a giant like massive wing and we'll have the link to the video down below. It's a giant wing that is supposed to be able to launch from earth and its end goal will to be to land on Mars, which is really cool. By the way, I wish I could go to Mars at any point in time, uh, but it's supposed to make wings it's and really warm. <laughs> so and it's kind of red. And it's here. really cold. It's kind of red, um, but it, to take it and launch into space and go to Mars. Um, and also it's supposed to make like wings up to 11% more efficient. Um, so it's a really cool little thing. I guess it's about shedding the vortex a little bit earlier on an open wing design. You probably know more about that than I do um, just in general, uh, which is really cool. But cause we've played with wings here and yeah. stuff like that. And, but wings are cool. They, <laughs> 
That is the scientific term yes. as well. That is that is how we see model airplanes. Not so much NASA. It's like the perfect things. sound grab right there. Yes, <laughs> right? wings are cool. TM and and and, and one of the uh, one of the other things that they're doing is that they're they're trying to make. Um, uh, rocket launch is more efficient. So what they're doing now is instead of taking a ground launch, right, um, which is it, you're tied to a weather window, mm-hmm. right? You have to have you have to all the things have to be going right to be able to do that. It's also super expensive because of the ground launch and getting everything situated. You also burn up to like thirty percent of your fuel um, just in the initial launch. So they're trying to figure out how to make it less expensive, et cetera, et cetera. So they're not trying to do an air launch. So they're making this glider that is towed by a, another aircraft, essentially, which we've done some glider mm-hmm. tows in the past, right? Cool. So mm-hmm. a lot of these different things that they're doing uh, is kind of FT related, right. a little bit. Uh, they're probably a bit more. They have specific. a little higher budget than we do. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true, yeah. which is nice. So uh, the nice thing about an air launch is that you're kind of free to, free to mm-hmm. roam wherever you want to. Right. So you don't have to worry about the ground. You can go and obviously you have to watch out for other airplanes and stuff like that. But you can get them in the position where they need to be to have a safe launch. And if it's not good here, they can go somewhere else. Exactly. So you're not tied down to anything. They're much more efficient. You know, you save fuel um, for allowing to either put more payload into space or, you know, less fuel with the same payload, which is really nice. Um, also, it, in, it on the video, it's, it kind of talks a little bit about it, but it's up in the air and they just they tow it up and then they drop the the rocket and then it falls and then it plops into space just goes nice. goes and goes and goes um and so i wanted to bring this to our attention and to the viewers attention because i've i've always felt and maybe this is not the case that you guys are but i've always felt that nasa every anything nasa related was kind of un, un, unattainable un, unreachable um uh, unable to be thought about, you know, cause it's, it's, it's way over my head or, or something of that nature. This video really kind of brings it down to earth, no pun intended. Um, but to, to really show like how they do things, what they do, why they do it, um, in, in a way that's easily understandable as well as these guys are just, you know, regular guys trying to make, you know, space flight uh, a reality yep. you know or making other things just more efficient or whatever it may be um and it really shows that in the video and i and i th- i thought that was really cool because that has always been my opinion of nasa's like dude i'm not smart enough to even think and watch a video about nasa because it's just ridiculous but it really did show the the wonderful uh characteristics of the people who work there red yeah. jensen i actually uh, got to uh, interact with him over facebook recently um and have been chatting with him a little bit and super down-to-earth guy loves to fly model planes he's got he's got a couple of his own um he's actually going to be at flight fest Love west it. this year cool. so they're going to come out and probably have a, a little booth set up or a trailer um they're going to you know being involved in the flight activities and they're going to have like we always talk about we're going to have some fun yeah um, which is really cool uh, so I think I, in That's general, really, really I just cool. really am excited about that. And I wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah. Um, and also you guys on the podcast, because at the end of the day, it's about sharing memories and sharing relationships. Right. Nice thing about these events too, is that, you know, you can come down and see us. We, we're on YouTube a lot, but yeah. more importantly, the great people in the community, when they get together, there's so many cool people like Red uh, that come to these events and right. you're going to grow a lot by getting to meet them, uh, the friendships, all that stuff. So that's true. Uh, yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Red, thank you so much for, uh, for what you're doing. Um, really, really 
enjoying it. And uh, hopefully I can't wait to obviously meet you at Flight Fest. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking more, but uh, we'll see you there. And if you're at Flight Fest West, come out and see the the little NASA um, stuff that they got going on there. They'll have a little booth and stuff like that. Uh, so come and meet them. I'm sure they'd love to meet you. Um, you can learn a little bit about uh, uh, what they do and also maybe a little bit about space flight and all that love stuff. It. So that'll be nice. kind of cool. Uh, one of the other things we got going on on tap today is, uh, another community showcase, mm-hmm. uh, from our, from our own community. Uh, the, it's an article on our, uh, articles page and the, the guy's name on the articles is called dad venture, uh, which <laughs> he is more uh, known in the real world as Caleb makes. So what's up, Caleb? Hope you're doing well. I love this, uh, which is really cool. So yeah. I, and you guys watched the video earlier, yeah, so right? Warmed our hearts. The, he's, he's a, first and foremost, you're doing a great job on your yeah. dad skills. Yeah, yes. for sure. Like that, that impressed me the most. It's inspiring. It really is. Yeah. If you watch the video, and I'll have the video linked down below. Um, I could have watched the video over and over again just because of the relationship yeah. that he had with his kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it's an unbelievable situation. And so we, we talk about it all the time. And, and this is the main reason for, for having this here is that when you go and you try something, right. And you talk about it with mm-hmm. your kids all the time yeah. that, you can go and build an airplane in an hour and fly it. No problem. Design it, whatever. But when you bring your kids along, like let's talk about the, the 200% uh, sea duck <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. and Michael yeah. got to build and fly together. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like it. There's, and, and the journey is not really the flying at the end. The best part about that is seeing them mess up and help them, you mm-hmm. know, find out how to, you know, get a solution. But also the, those times that you have during during the building and, right. and during the learning aspect to it. Um, parents can break their kids or they can build them up. Yeah. And uh, those times when you're working on weird, crazy projects is those perfect opportunities to teach them how to deal with failure, how to deal with stress, how to deal with, you know, basically just learn to be perse- uh, perseverance. Yeah, learning perseverance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just the value of it. Yeah, um, and 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 all the benefits. And that, that sea duck was definitely a memory yeah. because uh, it was the first time my dad had a great knack for folding his arms at the right time and saying, "No, son, you got this," and just <laughs> encouraging me and letting me fail five times to the point where I'm ready to throw the knife at him, and uh, and just give up. Yeah. And then he would come in at that right time and give me the key to success. And I realized the reason he stepped back wasn't because he didn't want to help me, but because he wanted me to grow. Right. And uh, and that is so cool because you see that with this kids. Like there's those awesome points where the kids are like, I am done. Yeah, I want to go to the slides. <laughs> I want to go to the slides. <laughs> right. And, uh, right? And he just shows them the value of, of perseverance. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to try this. And he gives them the slide time. And then he pulls them back in because he yeah. wants to see them to be part of that journey being successful. Right. And you could tell when they finally started getting some some decent flights that his son especially was, yeah. was so into it. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Now, I'm sure you've had situations with your kids where oh, yeah. you've done these things as well, right? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I don't know if you have any off the top of your head that you can think of. Like, well, I can, oh. tell you, I can tell you one. Uh, it's not related to flight tests, but with uh, the World War II interviews that I've been doing, mm. uh, my family went and visited one of, the, uh, one of the veterans that I've kind of become friends with. Oh, wow. And uh, we, uh, his, his favorite meal is uh, grilled cheese sandwiches from Marianne Donuts, which is the most <laughs> random thing I've ever heard right. in my life. Never do they make grilled so cheese. I, I didn't either until he told <laughs> me about it. <laughs> He said, if you want a good grilled cheese, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we brought him some uh, grilled cheese sandwiches and we sat down with him, kind of visited. And um, at some point uh, he start he started talking about his service in the war. And he was, he was in the Navy in the Pacific fleet, uh, in the Pacific theater. And he uh, was on these ships that were originally landing craft, but they converted them into rocket launching ships. Oh, wow. And so he's telling my son Logan about it. And so here's... Uh, 
Ernie is, uh, he, I think he's about 94, 95 years old and Logan is eight years old and, and, you know, Logan's just like attentively listening. And, and there, there was a lot of times throughout the day that we were there, Logan's getting fatigued and mm-hmm. he wants to play on the iPad or when are we going to go blah, 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 all this stuff. But he had this moment where there's this world war two veteran talking to him about, you know, some really cool stuff about, you know, these ships that had all these rocket launchers on it could launch like a thousand rockets and all this stuff. And, and Logan was really interested in it. Right. And I don't. I, I know that he probably doesn't really understand the weight of that exchange yeah. and what and what he learned. But I know that years from now, he'll be able to look back at that and, and think, wow, that's a great opportunity that I had right there. Right. And so I, I think it's a give and take. And I love I love that. I love what Caleb did, because there is that give and take. There was there was times where he told his kids, hey, no, we're going to keep let's keep trying this. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Yep. They wanted to go play on the slides, but it's like, no, let's try it again. So he's teaching them perseverance, but at the same time, recognizing these are kids mm-hmm. and they want to live kid lives. So yeah. I, I love that he, how he balanced the the two things. That's and uh, I think at, at the end of it, they got some successful flights mm-hmm. and the kids had fun on the, on the, on the slides as well. So it was win-win. One of my favorite parts we were laughing was when the, uh, the young lady was just lamenting over the last broken <laughs> <Yeah>. crop. <laughs> just, it just was, she was broken for this, this broken copter, you know? Yeah. And, and it was just like, <laughs> thank you, by the way, just thank you so much, Caleb, for, for giving us the opportunity to see into your world mm. and to hopefully inspire a lot of yeah, other dads. It's a cool video. That's a picture. I think I, I hope a lot of dads can be like, okay, let's just have this crazy weird project. And we live in a world where those kind of things are hard to define <clears throat> that are affordable, economical, easy to do. It doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. And he demonstrated that beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hundred percent true. And, and the, the title of the article is like, RC airplane under $20 for 20 minute build or something of that nature. Um, so we'll have a link down below, but that's not the point. It was the point was the relationship with his kids and stuff like that. They do. He does have free printable printable plans. You can go on, download that and fold it up and, you know, buy one of those little mini copters and, and fly one around uh, on your own as well with your kids. Um, do it, do it with your kids, do something fun with your kids. Maybe it's not this specific one, but, Thank you for sharing, Caleb, yeah. because it really has been an unbelievable time watching the video. I, my kid's only four months old, but I can't wait to <laughs> build That's a great place to start. Right there. Yeah, it really is. And it's an unbelievable article. Go and check it out. Um, I know that he has um, uh, some free plans. He's also got a website, I think, as well. Uh, so go check him out. Give him some love. Um, help him out. Do whatever it can, whatever you can. Um, and enjoy the enjoy the story. Enjoy the 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 journey that he takes you on because it's a really cool journey. Um, so and as far as that's concerned, the community itself, when you share something. Yeah. Right. People are blessed. Mm-hmm. People are um, d- definitely take that to heart. Mm-hmm. And so continue to share, continue to open up your hearts and your minds and your abilities and share them with the rest of the community because that's how it grows. That's how the flight test has always been growing and growing and growing. We talked about it on the last podcast with our guests, Mike Finley and, and Chris Ron Caglione. Uh, it's it's about those relationships and it's about sharing the community-oriented uh, stuff that, that really broadens the, you know, like you say – takes all the ships that are in the water. When you, when you raise the water, all the ships raise. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of the model that we've had here as of late. It's and because we work with airplanes. Yeah, it's true. Which, <laughs> you know, seas, skies, there's all the same. There's, there's no good analogy. Rising tides raises all ships always works. Yes, it's true. Well done. I love it. I can't, I've been thinking of an airplane one. It's just really difficult. Thermal. When, when you have a thermal. All the- but then there's a sink. That's true. You, you can't think about that. 
We're just ruining the end you of this gotta, podcast. You can't, you can't go that deep. <laughs> we just broke the podcast. Luckily, luckily, my job is to try to keep these two on track, uh, and nice I, I get to interject at times. But <laughs> the nice thing about them is that they have a great relationship, and you guys are always um, usually on the same wavelength. And and people, you know, people love that in in the episodes in the podcast. Yeah. It doesn't matter where uh, you guys have really opened up that relationship. We were discussing really like what Disney songs we like to sing the most yeah. today, uh-huh. and. Uh, Tune in next time to hear, right? <laughs> next time you'll see them <laughs> shouting it out, right? So, Josh, uh, thanks yes. for being here. Josh, uh, thank Scott, you. thanks for Thank being you. here as well. Um, if you want to, uh, down below, let us know in the comments what you want to see yeah. uh, on this podcast, whether it's a guest. I know there's a forum post that just got mm-hmm. posted recently um, about uh, your ideas of who you'd like to see on the podcast. Uh, so go in there, chime in. I'm going to be looking through that uh, pretty often, um, seeing everybody's comments. Uh, also, leave a comment down below on what you want to hear about, who you want to see, all that kind of stuff. Share it in both places. I'll be looking. Uh, we'll all be looking, and uh, hopefully we can get uh, some awesome content on here for you guys to listen to and watch. So Absolutely. And thanks I, so much for watching. I love it how at the very end of this, you literally type the word deuces. deuces. Yes. It's, it's literally it's right there. there. This it's, is an organized it, gentleman right it's here. A, it's on there. We, Man, shall, we shall say it together. Yeah, ready? So on, on, on that note, thank you for watching. We'll catch you next time. Deuces. deuces.